Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson of the Kellen Clan. Yes, P4P Real Talk. Midwest Muffle in the house for your ears or your car or maybe an old tape deck radio. Who knows? Who really knows? What evil likes in the heart men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Anywho, if you are a natural athlete and are looking for something good in your trick-or-treat basket because so many people are ready for fall, no names, please. And are looking for a vehicle to drive your good like what I <laughs> like a Mac truck through ice cream. Sprinkled with oh chocolate. The dreaded, <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded silence. And that's the sound of silence. <laughs> Hello, Desiree. Hello. Hello, hello. You ready for the chit-chat with the banter? <laughs> I am. I am, but I think we're supposed to say then check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now. And now. And now. And Look, now, and now, and now there's no more silence. <laughs> 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 Is that the only one who can hear me saying, Chuck? Lynn just ignoring me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm listening. I don't know. I'm listening. <laughs> Woo! It's Thursday. The days are getting shorter, which means the nights are getting longer, and the weather is going to be yes. getting cooler. Hate to say it, Kaylin Patterson, as much as you're fighting it, as much as you are fighting it, fall is on the way. Uh, Spring forward and then fall back. If that's on (laughs) a hint on how the days are. Uh, Spring forward with life. Uh, I like to fall back into fall, yeah. And I hope we have a decent fall and don't just rush into winter. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know about anybody else. I'm just else, hoping I get the pumpkin spice Dunkin' Donuts with the Frappuccino Latte. That's all that matters. <laughs> donuts! Kalen donuts. talking about donuts. You know he's yes. ready for a little break. So I don't know if he's going to have one anytime soon. So I guess no, our I'm listeners not. out there are going to have to eat some pumpkin spice donuts for you. Yeah, they'll have to send in pictures. No, yeah, yeah really but I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but, but you can get those donut leggings I posted on your Facebook page. And if yes. you haven't been to Kalen's Facebook page to see that picture, you should check him out and let him know that he needs a pair of those leggings in his life. Uh, fall is coming, so leggings are in order. However, leggings are in order. And you can you can wear some shorts over them. I don't know. Speaking of ordering, speaking ordering of uh, of uh, Kaylin apparel, did you get your purple shorts ordered for this weekend? 
Oh, I'm sorry. You've been voted out. The red one's the kids' one. Yeah. Oh, the kids. When were you going to make this announcement? I wasn't. I was just going to surprise everybody and say the kids did. Yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, you never ordered any purple shorts, but the kids like the red ones no, better, ordered. so they say. <laughs> no, they're ordered. I'm going to be wearing purple this year, probably at the Mayhem, because they won't be able okay. to go to that one. Gotcha, gotcha, Florida, gotcha, Michigan, gotcha. Michigan State, one of those. Lots of shows, lots of shows coming up. And you know what? Tonight's guest is going to be on a competition tear, kind of along the lines of what you're on, um, except I don't think it's quite as many shows. But that is something we will have to get to a little bit later because what we are talking about tonight is water, H2O. And all of the different kinds of water and the pros and cons of those waters. And if we do have time, then we are going to find out more about our guest, the good Dr. Peter Kahansky, about his oh, hold competition. On, hold on. Hold on. Or Chihonsky, I should say, not Kahansky. This one's just too funny, Des. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. I, I, I got to throw okay. this out there. Since we have H2O. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Clarence, you're you're a comedian. He says, since you guys are so hot and heavy about being heroes, Dr. Peter is going to be uh, the Crimson Chin. Kalen's going to be Cleft, the Boy Wonder. And Dez (laughs) is going to be a Suoga. (laughs) I must have missed something about being hot and heavy about being a hero. What did I miss? We what we uh we were talking they they've been watching our pages and we've been talking about cosplay and all that stuff. So they uh, oh. stuck that Yeah. But yeah. I've seen not, H2 not, Olga and Dez is no H two Olga. I don't even know who H two Olga is, but I'm gonna have to check it out. And uh, uh yeah, no, 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 you're not gonna like it has been talking. Well, Clarence, you put it out there, so I'm going to have to check it out. And if I don't like it, then I guess I just don't like it. But anyway, (laughs) Dr. Peter, while I'm figuring out who H2 Olga is, why don't you go ahead and remind our listeners of who you are, what you do, and then let's get into our uh, H2O conversation. Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) That sounds great. Um, Glad to be back with you guys again. And, and you know, I, I was listening to your show uh, on Tuesday and uh, with um, Ramses Rodriguez and uh, talking about the AAU. So I, I guess I will be your first guest that um, is a past AAU competitor because you said you had not had any AAU competitors. Yay, yeah, there we I, go. There you go. My first two shows I did in 1981 and 82 were AAU sanctioned shows. So there you go. Awesome. There you go. awesome. Yep. And Clarence, so you, yeah. do you, hold. I'm sorry, Dr. C, but Clarence, I know I've put on some weight, but H2 Olga is totally inappropriate. I just, I haven't put on Thank that you. much weight, but you know what? If <laughs> I get back in the gym, the name may, there we go. All right, Dr. C, continue on. I'm sorry I interrupted, but I, I had to interject that. Oh, well, I, yeah, you have to stand up for yourself. Absolutely. You got to do that. 
So, um, yeah, my name is Dr. Peter Chahansky, and I am a health optimization practitioner. I've been practicing about 27 years. I am the head lab rat at my office, so I take all the fun science, and uh, I learn it, and I then apply it to myself to get ready for bodybuilding shows, basically, and then to help all of my patients and any listeners out there to enhance their health and, you know, make um, – health optimization, uh, you know, kind of the, uh, the priority, because unless you can help yourself, you can't help anybody else. Usually if you're not feeling good, you know, you're not, uh, feeling like doing much. So that is, um, that's what I do. And, you know, uh, Desiree, I, I, I thought we could talk about water and we could kind of mesh all of this into, um, contest prep and, you know, some of the things that, um, because my, my contest prep is pretty um, – it's not a typical old-school contest prep. It's, it's, it's a little different than that, and it's because of the science that I take and uh, apply it to myself. And well, I think it was the last show, or maybe actually it was two shows ago, I did mention a word that um, got a lot of um, uh, eyes rolling, which was uh, the mitochondria. Right. And uh, I think some people did a little bit of homework, a little bit of homework and to find out maybe what a mitochondria is. But um, the mitochondria, believe it or not, we're talking about water here. Mitochondria is the power plant in our body. And that power plant makes all of our energy for us so that we can be healthy and we can be perform at our, 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 our peak level and optimal performance. But an equal important part, if even not more important, is that mitochondria also produces water, the same amount of water as energy, and that water is vital to the cell to perform all of their functions. So in that vein, we drink lots of water, and we, we know water is important. You can live days without food, but you can only live mm, hours or a, a, a few days without water. And, you know, that uh, the end is near. And so um, I just wanted to talk, because I did a podcast with Ken Ross last Thursday about water and, you know, gave him some information that he wasn't aware of, that the water that we drink isn't the water our body uses in those cells. It's the water that we drink that becomes that after a uh, lot of processing. And depending on how much processing needs to take place will be dependent on how your body, how much energy your mm. body has to use to process that water and how many other things are in that water that may damage your body, lots of chemicals, lots of pharmaceuticals, um, lots of all kinds of things that are in the water that your body has to filter out and then also is now going to be in your body, which wouldn't be good. And then finally, it gets put into that um, cell and it can be used. So what we did last Thursday was we looked at all of the different options for water and maybe rated them um, from uh, maybe first to worst as far as the benefits to the body with which, you know, the water that takes the least processing, which would then be the most beneficial. And 
so we went through a few different um, types of water. And, you know, the first, the first thing we all used to do, I don't know if you guys used to do this as, uh, as kids, but I used to drink from the water hose and the tap. Right? Yep. Do you guys drink tap water? Yep. Do you guys yep. drink tap water out there? Yeah. No, I can't say I can't I say did. I really drink tap water that much. Um, I would say exactly. probably the only time yeah. I even really get tap water anymore would be at a restaurant that's pulling water from the tap. Yes, Kevin. I, I, I shoot, look at here. I, as a kid, I was all over that hole and hoping it hadn't yeah. sound the sun too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was younger, younger, younger. Yeah, we we drank, you know, because filtered water, bottled water wasn't really a thing when we were kids. But as an adult, I can't say that I really drink tap water. And you know what? My kids probably couldn't even say that they really drink tap water. And I mean, no, they, that just doing. goes to show how much times have changed. I don't know how many parents you out there. Until you have water out of a garden hose. Still, <laughs> still have kids. I've, that have drunk out of a garden hose or out of their kitchen sink. I mean, most of us filter it through our refrigerator or we have a uh, water purifier that sits in our fridge, you know, that we purchased and put in there. So, I mean, really a different time. But before we get too far down this road, Dr. C, um, we have some questions. Can you give us a very simple definition of mitochondria, what it is, what it is, what it does? Sure. The mitochondria is so. So think of a uh, uh, the engine in your car. The engine in your car produces. You put gas in the engine, and it gets filtered through all of the um, the, the spark plugs fire. It basically that gas gets turned into combustible energy or energy, right? So that car, that motor can run. Your mitochondria is really not much different, except the gas that you put in is water and food into your body. It gets into that mitochondria. So its primary purpose is to take the food you eat, the water you drink, the air you breathe, and take all the elements of that and make energy. So it's basically like the way I like to describe it is we are a 12-cylinder Ferrari engine um, inside of our cells. And it's only as, as well as that Ferrari engine, that mitochondria is tuned up, that the food that you put in that engine matters. You can have a, a, a 12-cylinder Ferrari engine that's only running on six cylinders because it's not tuned up very good, and you can put the best fuel on the planet, the best food, in that Ferrari engine, and it's still only going to be running on six cylinders. So my, I call myself a mitochondriac which simply means, you know, I pay attention to the mitochondria and the ability to keep it fine-tuned so that the food that I eat, the water that I drink, the air that I breathe can be put through that engine and it can produce maximal power for my vehicle, which is my body. And so, you know, that's, that's a good analogy. And, and here's, here's the kicker, though. Each cell in your body does not just have one engine. Your car has one engine, right, that runs it. Each cell in your body can have up to 4,000 mitochondria per cell. And so those cells that need the most power to function have the most mitochondria. And, you know, you may guess uh, what some of those 
organs and tissues are. You know, your brain is your central computer, so your brain really needs a lot of mitochondria per cell to function, and your heart is pumping, whether you know it or not, 24-7 from the time you're born till the time you're dead. And the other areas that we're concerned or we're interested in here are your muscles. Your muscles can have upwards of anywhere from 500 to 1,500 mitochondria per muscle cell. And so when you're talking about working out, that's why, you know, everybody wants to eat clean and, and, and get the best fuel because the muscles also need to make that energy to work like you'd like them to work for your workout. So that's, you know, that's the definition of the mitochondria, but we have so many, we have 70 to 100 trillion cells in our body, and some of those cells can have up to 4,000 of these little Ferrari engines. So you are only as healthy as your mitochondrial function is. And I'll just say one more thing about it. As we age, with every decade of life that passes, just like your cell phone battery, the older your cell phone is, the less your battery holds a charge when you charge it up at night and you got to charge it up sooner and sooner. Your mitochondria are built the same way so that with each decade of life that passes, you lose approximately 10% of your mitochondria's abilities to function. And so that's why not many people live to 100 years old because that would be 0% function and so only if you take care of your mitochondria and allow them to, um, you know, function properly and feed them properly and tune them properly that they will um, treat you right and, and last a good long time. So me being 57, theoretically, I should only have about 43% of my efficiency left. But because of the science and everything I've learned and understood, I pay most of my attention for my health towards my mitochondria, which then allow me to be healthier. And so that's why I thought water would be a good subject along with – we can talk about some food too, but water is the main thing that that mitochondria puts out, and we want to make sure we drink the best water that we can to minimize – what we're putting into our bodies that's not good, but also to process or, or, or to have less processing to get the water that the mitochondria pumps out in the end for the cells. All right. So, so A, room, room, everybody, let's get our Ferrari yeah, right. tuned up. So basically what you're saying in a nutshell is, you know, I think most people think, and I'm probably would fall into that camp, is if we drink it, and it's liquid, then our body's just going to, you know, utilize it for what it is. And, you know, most of the time we are just drinking water, but there are different variations of it. There's vitamin water and this kind of water and coconut water. And, I mean, just so many waters that are out there now, not all of which are good. So not all liquids are created equal, which we already know. You've got your whey, sugary uh, power drinks and Gatorades and all of that and soda and this and that and the next thing. But you always hear people say, well, you know, did you get your water today? Well, you know, I drank this and I drank that. So I had plenty of liquid, but just drinking liquid's not enough. You need the right liquid 
and even the right kind of water if that's your choice of liquid. And so that's what we're going to dive in more tonight. So I guess kind of break it no down problem. to us. What are what 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 skinny on water, Doctor C? Sure. We're going to so, dive. And, and so we're going to dive into the water right now. We're going to take a deep dive. There you go. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so so I mean. You you have your let's just kind of go through some of the basic types of water that people drink, and then we'll just kind of list some of the pros and cons to those waters. And in the end, we'll, we'll we should be able to come up with a consensus of, okay, so what might be the best water based on not just because it's the best water, but you know there's also a downside to some of these things. They like the cost, right? Cost can be a big factor. And um, so you know, and and the first one I start with is tap water. You know, tap water. You know. We've got tap water. The, the the benefit to tap water is it's pretty much free, right? And so anybody can – most people have access to clean tap water. And I guess I should put parentheses uh, around clean because we just don't know a lot about what's in yeah. tap water sometimes. Yeah. And, uh. and, 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 that, and that leads us to the downside of tap water, right? The tap water is, is a lot of times um, – uh, it comes, you know, water gets recycled, right? It goes from our homes yeah. to the stores, gets cleaned up, recycled, and then gets put back into our systems. So, you know, there are lots of things in water to clean the water up. There's chlorine, right? Um, yep. Water yeah. is also fortified a lot of times with fluoride. And yeah. let me just tell you a little bit about that. So those two things, chlorine and fluoride, um, even though they are touted as cleaning up the water, which, which the, the chlorine does, it sanitizes it, and the fluoride is supposed to have a benefit, but we can talk about that later. Um, yeah. both, of those, both of those things are something that actually harm your mitochondria directly. Mm. Okay? Mm. So, so that would be a major downside for having water that has any of those things in them. Um, I won't get into no the science, water. but yeah. And, and so, so those things will, will, will directly damage your Ferrari engine and take the, uh, it down from 12 cylinders to, you know, lower than that. And so that's one thing that's a definite detriment. And then also you have heavy metals, you have pharmaceuticals, you have, other things, depending on the area that you live in, that may leach into the groundwater. And so your body then has to process and take those things out before they get into your Ferrari engine. It's, it's the equivalent of putting gasoline in your car that has sand in it or that it has oil in it. It's going to really mess mm-hmm. up the motor, right? And so you're going to have so, to. You're gonna to have to back away from that hose, Kalen. Back away. Put it yeah. down. Put it, put it so, down. Yeah. So that's tap water. So there's the pros and the cons. It's free, but there's a lot of downside to it. And um, then what we, what do we do? Is we take tap water and we filter it. So now you've got filtered water, which is essentially tap water, but instead of your body putting it putting it through your body's filter, it's it's filtered before it puts it gets put into your body. So you know, the benefit of filtered water is it's cleaner. Um, it is has a lot of those things taken out depending on the filtering process that you use. There's reverse osmosis. There's, um, there's activated carbon filters. 
you know, there's all kinds of filters that um, are used. And so the benefit is it is cleaner water. And um, as far as the detriment goes, usually filtered water, unless it's in your refrigerator and you have your own filter, you'll pay a little bit more money for that, right? But I, I don't know if you'd agree, but I think paying a, a few bucks or, or even pennies for filtered water is probably a better idea to pay for that filtering outside of your vehicle and your engine than inside, right? Because that will – diminish the uh, body's workload of, of mm -hmm. taking energy away to do that, as well as putting some of those things in your body that then has to be eradicated at some time, right, and, and taken out. So that's filtered water. And then let's move on to natural forms of water that are uh, spring. Let's go with spring water. So spring water is um, there's a lot of spring waters out there. I don't know. Do you guys have your brands out there? We have Arrowhead and Geyser. I think it's uh, Crystal Geyser. And there's a lot of national brands of spring water, right? You guys have a, a, a popular brand yep. out there? Okay. Yeah, Crystal so, Geyser is a popular one out here too. Which one? Oh, the Crystal Geyser that you mentioned. Oh, the Crystal Geyser. Yeah, right. That's that's pretty much national. So the so so the benefits of spring water is spring water if it is true spring water, and that's where you have to be a little careful because a lot of companies will tout water as spring water, but it's really more filtered water that's um, you know that's not truly spring water. And yes. So the the benefit to spring water is it typically is filtered through the earth, the filtering through the earth not only cleans the water and sanitizes it, but it also adds minerals, trace minerals. It adds valuable things to the water that can be of benefit to your body. And, you know, the best spring water, you know, the benefit to it are those things that, and there's others we'll talk about, the detriment to spring water um, if there is one, is it, it, it may cost more, right? You may have to pay, and you do, you have to pay more for spring water. It's not exorbitant, and I think if it's a choice between spring water and filtered water, spring water, um, to me, is a better choice. And they don't cost a lot different. So that, to me, is more of a no-brainer. But let me, let me just give you a little bit about spring water in the best kind of spring water. So within that area, spring water that is from a one of two places, um, a higher latitude, so the further north the spring is. So in other words, you've heard of maybe Boss water that comes in glass containers, the, the long, tall glass containers. Have you seen the Boss? Yes. Okay. So there's Boss, there's Icelandic from Iceland. There's a, and you can find these. I know we can find these here at our local supermarkets. And the higher the latitude, so the further north the spring water comes from, the better, and I'll tell you why in a second, and or the higher the altitude, so mountain spring water, is better than spring water that's from a lower part of the earth or, or lower level. And so if you have a choice, of spring water, you know, if you have spring water as a choice, that's a good choice. 
if you have a choice between spring water, you would want to get one that has is from a higher altitude or latitude. And the reason is there is something in that's special about those waters that it is a maximum benefit for your mitochondria. Okay, and I'm not going to really get into the science of this, and, and it's something that you guys can maybe look up at some point. It's called deuterium, and it's, it's, it's a twin brother of hydrogen. Like, water is H2O, right? Two hydrogens, one yeah. oxygen. So we know that we know what hydrogen is, but most people don't have never heard of deuterium. Deuterium is hydrogen's fraternal twin. It's hydrogen that's two times heavier. And I'll just give you just a little um, aside here. Our mitochondria, our 12-cylinder Ferrari engine, is set up and slotted to accept regular hydrogen and not deuterium. And that regular oh. hydrogen runs your motor 100% efficiently. And as a matter of fact, Part of the most difficult part of the mitochondria making this water is it has to hand pick any of this deuterium out before it gets put into the mitochondria by the body. So that's why it's important. And if some of this deuterium gets into the engine, it is like a bull in a china shop. It starts to break the engine. It's, it's thicker. It's heavier. It's like putting oil in your gas tank. So not to be alarmed, but this deuterium is naturally occurring in water, okay? We, we, we find it in all water. So you can't – it's not something to be afraid of. The way I look at it is it's like a hazardous waste. So when you have a nuclear power plant and you have uranium, yeah. uranium makes energy efficiently. It's the best thing since sliced bread because it makes efficient energy in that nuclear reactor, right? If that uranium is melted down or if there is an accident and it ends up in the room you are now in, you're in big trouble, right? So deuterium is the same way in your Ferrari engine. So the, the, the biggest difficulty for filtered water, for tap water, for even um, distilled water is it all still has the same amount of this deuterium. Spring water from a higher latitude or altitude has less deuterium in it. So your mitochondria and your body has to kick out less in order to put the regular hydrogen through the engine. Okay, so I know that was a lot of stuff, but, but so if you have a choice with spring water, it's um, best to get it from a higher altitude or latitude. And three of the ones that come to mind are Voss, Icelandic, and Green Valley, or Green Mountain Valley. It's in a green bottle. That might be more popular in your area because I believe it comes from the East Coast. I believe it's uh, Pennsylvania. Um, but we do have it here. So, so spring water is, you know, absolutely I believe more beneficial than the other types of water for, for the reasons we mentioned. And if you have a choice in spring water, then you uh, can, you know, follow the instruction I just gave. So, All right. so that kind of, that kind of covers the waters that are just naturally occurring. Um, 
And then you have your specialty waters. You know, you've got your yep. alkaline water, right? And you've got yep. your hydrogen-enriched waters. You've got your vitamin-enriched, CBD-enriched. And then the last one is what I just actually mentioned. Now there is a water that is actually this deuterium, this, um, this, this, this heavy hydrogen. We actually now have deuterium-depleted water, which means the deuterium is removed from the water. Okay, so um, those are the specialty waters, and, you know, there's pros and cons for all of these. Now, alkaline water, I, I know there's been a big alkaline kick. Alkalinity is better for your body. Drink alkaline water. And so, okay, so I'm going to – Peter, I'm going yes. to jump in here just real quick. So, would yeah. you say that alkaline water is the same as pH water, or is there a difference? No, it's the same. So okay. pH is the alkalinity of the water. So that's the, that's the alkaline acidic scale. It's called the pH scale. And yes. so, yes, yeah, so, that, so that water is um, – and that water is usually more expensive, right? It's about twice as expensive as uh, typical um, filtered water or spring water. And, um, but, you know, I have, a, I have an opinion on this, and it's, it's from the latest research that comes out. Um, if you think about our bodies, our bodies, um, we, we think being alkaline is healthy, and it is, but certain parts of our body are alkaline, but certain parts of our body are extremely acidic and need to be, right? So what about your digestive system, your stomach? Do you think that's alkaline or acidic? Well, with, based on our diets today, it's probably mostly acidic. Well, our, our digestive system, our stomach has to be, right? Because where do we digest and break down our food? Right? Our stomach is like a chemical factory. The, the, the pH scale goes from 1 to about, I don't know, 12 or 13. So the lower the number, the more acidic it is, right? So the neutral water that we normally drink is about 7 to 7.5 on the pH scale, okay? Any pH water or alkaline water you see in the stores is like 9.9 or 10.0, you know, that is on the alkaline side, right? So I just want to – this is food for thought, okay? Um, our stomach is very acidic, and it absolutely needs to be to digest our food. If we drink alkaline water, where does it go first? Uh-oh. To the gut. It goes to your stomach, right? And – so if you're going to mix alkalinity in that acidic environment, it's going to try – it's going to make it more alkaline. Now, if you're eating food, but you need that acidity to break down the food you're eating, a tough piece of steak, you know, you can dissolve anything in your stomach that you put in there because of the acid. Your stomach actually secretes hydrochloric acid, which is strong acid, but it has to that's the specialty cells in your stomach, the intrinsic cells that do that. So I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to drink alkaline water because you first neutralize 
your stomach, and then your stomach has to pump out more acid. So do a lot of people kind of get acid reflux a lot of time and have problems with that? So that is a potential reason for it because we eat or drink things that, that, that take that acid away, and we have to produce more acid, which then can back up on us, okay? So, so I would second-guess alkaline water as a good water to drink. But I will say alkalinity in certain parts of the body are extremely beneficial. And so yes. we can save this topic for another day, but you wouldn't think of a lemon as an alkaline food, would you? You'd think of lemon as more of an acidic food. I, yeah. I would, that's the way I look at it, right? But believe it or not, Lemon is very alkalizing in your body when it goes into your body. So it's not acidic. It's acidic in the sense that it's not going to mess with your digestive tract acidity, but it alkalizes your body in the places it needs to be. So we could talk, we'll have a different discussion about alkalizing foods mm, because that's lemon. the alkalinity matters. Okay, so alkalinity is important to your body, but I don't think drinking alkaline water is because of what we just I just discussed. Okay, and you know that's really interesting because that's not a perspective that I think that I've ever really thought about. So to hopefully Leslie to answer your question, you know, is pH water a thing or is it you know just a marketing scam? It is a thing, but. Um, I had never really, because a lot of the pH balancing, either supplements or waters that you have out there, they all have to go into the gut to get to your bloodstream. I mean, that's just kind of the way that it works. And the reason that you don't want your body to be acidic outside of the gut is because it can lead to inflammation, which is a bad thing. Inflammation in the body is bad. So just remember that. But I, I, that brings up an interesting question to me is how then do you balance the um, acidity or your pH levels in your body without destroying the gut? And I guess the simple answer seems to be, you know, just eating the right foods. But if you have to take something to help you along, how does that work? And that is a discussion for another time. And I don't mean to derail us, but those are just the questions that are all of a sudden now floating around in my head. But um, I'm not sure what order you wanted to talk about things next. So I am going to move us along. But we do have a lot of questions out there. You said CBD water and people's antennas went boink. They went straight up because I think that is probably boink. a newer um, product. <laughs> yeah. Boink. Sure. Boink. That, uh, that they're not familiar with. I'm familiar with CBD water, but um, go ahead, lay it on us. CBD water, Dr. C, what exactly is it and why would I want to or not want to drink it? Okay, well, so, so again, I'm going to make this really brief because CBD is another whole topic for another show, but we have a system in our body called the endocannabinoid system. It is the most important system that nobody knows about. You have a circulatory system, you have a digestive system, muscular system, you have an endocannabinoid system. And let me just put it this way. This endocannabinoid system has to be sensitized um, by cannabidiol, which is uh, elements and chemicals in plants like hemp, like cacao, and different foods 
And the sensitizing of your endocannabinoid system is vitally important. And I'll just I'll leave it at this because it's a, it's, a, it's an in-depth topic. Your endocannabinoid system, along with all of your other systems in your body, if you take each system out of your body and make each system a separate section of an orchestra, including your endocannabinoid system, do you know where your endocannabinoid system would be in the orchestra? It would be the conductor, okay? It's that important. Your endocannabinoid system conducts all of your systems in your body, every one of them, to play in tune together so they all work well together. That is why our endocannabinoid system is a system of sensors inside every cell in your body, in every organ in your body. And it, it's the only system that is all-inclusive. So it's monitoring every system as it's working, and it conducts the orchestra that your system is that makes up you. So now that we have CBD, which is cannabidiol, it's legal in all 50 states, okay? It's grown. We mostly get it from hemp. You can get it from cannabis, but that has the psychoactive THC, which makes you high, right? That's not legal in all 50 states, but CBD is. So many, many companies now have water infused with CBD. And so we, and we should probably <laughs> save that for another time because but your endocannabinoid system is that important. And it's it's vital, okay. So it, so we, we have. Should. I'm just I'm just getting a kick about how you said, and that's not legal in all 50 states. And you know what, by Job, it sure isn't. No, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's not the marijuana. Hemp, hemp is usually what's used in most products like that, and you have to get them from a very specific provider at this point. I don't know. Are is CBD water available in retail? I have not seen yes. it in retail. It, it is. is. Yeah, okay. I have. It's I not. Have, it's I, not in Iowa. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty. Um, it's out there everywhere out here in California. But of course, wow. in California, um, uh, cannabis is legal. legal. Okay. So. Yeah. 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 But 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 CBD is legal in all fifty states, and CBD water is uh, there. Uh, you're gonna see it any day now because. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon to, you know, you got vitamin yeah, water, yeah. right? And, and, and now the CBD water is out there. And um, so, you know, you're going to have hydrogen enriched. And we have hydrogen enriched water because the more hydrogen you can put in your 12-cylinder your Ferrari engine, you know, that's more fuel. That's like putting nitrous in your engine. You're going to get more bang for your yeah. buck. Okay? So hey. there's that. And we, we'll, like we'll kind of stop there as far as the different uh, types of water. Oh. But those are those are all of the different waters that I kind of wanted to mention. And, you know, for bang for your buck as far as value, spring water is probably the best water for your mitochondria that has to do the least processing and put in the least amount of bad things. And you put uh, minerals and other nutrients that are in the earth that belong in your body as well. Um, are uh, included. So, um, you know, and then, like I said, of the, of the different tap water, filtered water, spring water, distilled water, you know, I would say spring water would be first. Um, filtered and tapped, you know, uh, I'm sorry, filtered and distilled um, are, are, are kind of a close second, 
but distilled water is kind of what I call dead water. You'd have to remineralize yes. it and put some of the minerals back in, and um, in order for. But but with distilled water, it's nice because you can take some of the deuterium out. A lot of the deuterium or some of it's taken out with distilled water as long as you remineralize. And so, um, and then tap water would be last on the list. And then the specialty waters, you know, you would have to decide uh, are any of them worth the cost. And that's why I wanted to talk about the alkaline water because there is a, you know, there is a little bit of a, 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 a deception or misbelief as to using alkalinity and how important it is in your body and drinking water that's alkaline that has to pass through your gut that will not make it through alkaline and it will dilute the acid in your gut, which can lead to, to digestive distress and acid reflux. Man, oh man. There's just I have to uh I have to agree with Linda. She says you guys need to have each water as a separate show. This stuff or tonight's show has things I've never even thought about and she is so right. Who knew water was so complex, right? Because we just right. think water is water is water and if it's wet and we put it in our body, our body's gonna know what to do with it, which is true. But that doesn't necessarily mean we're helping our bodies out by just pumping liquid in. Um, it needs like, to be the right liquid. Exactly. And, 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 and as, I, as we started the show, it's all about what ends up in your cell that's the most important thing and the processing that has to take place in the mitochondria to do that. And so these are just examples of waters that, that we put in our body and the types of processing that has to take place you know, before it gets to where it needs to go. And um, nobody, and, and this is what I talked about with Ken in our podcast last week prior to going on the air, and he was blown away, and he had no idea that he thought it was just going to be a water show about, you know, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Water's water. But this, <laughs> water is water. Right? <laughs> so, um, and, um, and, and, and I don't know, so, so we can either do this. We can either go forward and, and, and discuss some more about water or we can, um, you know, I, I take this water and I use this, and I guess we may not have enough time to talk too much about trap or any of that stuff, but if people have questions or uh, about something we've talked about so far, or if you guys have questions, um, fire away. Well, I do have a question here from Larry. Um, and he says, when I drink distilled water, I just feel weaker. Is that just a mental thing? No, because it is dead water. You're diluting the minerals. Unless you remineralize, you're diluting the sodium, the calcium, the magnesium, the zinc, right, that is in your body when you drink. Because our bodies are 60 to 70% water. So there's a delicate balance of all of those minerals, right? And so when you drink, water that's distilled, you have to ensure that it is remineralized. And they have these mineral packets out there that I use because I distill my water and I have these mineral sachets that are like rock minerals, almost like it's filtering through the earth. And I put those those minerals in my collection container from my, my distiller. And so it remineralizes, but only with the minerals that I want to uh, so it's okay. almost like I'm taking I'm making a mineral water that's distilled because now it has less of this deuterium in it as well. So, and and not to complicate matters, but then I take my water and I put it outdoors in sunlight in glass because that sun 
infrared light actually energizes that water and it's not dead anymore and it it's it's another complicated subject but let's just say that it it structures the water the way the body needs it to be structured better so okay. I have a little I, water I, I, yeah I, I got two questions off of this one because I yeah. can't understand if it's dead water why the, the popularity of it and the next one is, well, you know, for people yeah. that don't have the kind of time that you're saying, is it a good yep. purchase or is this something they need to just avoid because of the time that they can't use to uh, to do all that you're saying? Right. So so it's, the reason we call it dead water is because it's devoid of minerals and all the things that is normally in what we would uh, talked about spring water, Right. So that's the reason it's, it's dead water because it doesn't have anything in it. So water becomes structured and alive with the sun, um, the infrared light from the sun, the minerals, the vortexing through the earth as it's moving. So that's the only difference. So if you remineralize and you put it outside, then it is probably better than um, spring water because it has less deuterium. But, I don't know that I'd recommend buying distilled water and drinking it if you're not going to do any of the things that I do. So I would I would definitely go with uh, spring water or filtered water over distilled for that reason. That's why you put distilled water in your iron, right, so that it doesn't get all plugged up with um, heavy uh, minerals. Yeah, I, I'm just wow. This is uh wow. I, I mean, it's 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 so much going on in, in these things, and our listeners are just they're, they're trying to keep up with just half the information. Uh, guys, we do have this as a you can uh, listen to it again once we go off air. It's already set in the archives, so just uh, listen to it again. Write down this information. And uh, Dr. Peter, I'm sure we can have back on later if you have tougher questions that you just can't get. Or if somebody's doing better marketing than they are truth, we could basically just dispel some of that as well. Because I, I can see that this, uh, this is a very deep show, and I'm sure you guys were trying to figure out what the crap is all this about water. Now you're saying totally the opposite. Am I drinking the right water? This is amazing, and I'm loving every bit of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no yeah. doubt. And if we had if we if we had more time, I would definitely love to hear more about how you're taking all of this knowledge then and using it to enhance your prep. But I think that's a whole nother show, a whole nother can of worms. Yes, it is. It, it, it's definitely a, a a whole nother show. And I, I'll just tell you on the surface, I my contest prep on the surface, I use three things, and the first one is water. Okay, so. That's that's why I figured we'd talk about water, and that might lead into my prep. Um, it's very unconventional, uh, but um, you know, I, I think I needed to get this information out so that people could um, ponder and 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 rethink maybe how they're taking their water in and how vital it is to their bodies. Um, and the second part of of my prep is lights, like we haven't talked too much about, but um, we need to make that user friendly. And um, something called magnetism. Those three things directly power your 12-cylinder Ferrari engine that's your mitochondria, okay? 
So water, light, and magnetism. And magnetism is in the sense that cold makes your mitochondria work better. So cold is better, and cold water is better. So those, you know, again, we'll, we'll maybe get into some of that stuff uh, at, a, at a different time. And because um, I'm, I'm interested in um, a lot of people prep, if you are a bodybuilder and you prep for a show, um, you know, old school, uh, low carb, moderate, higher protein, lower fat, and, um, you know, I, I do something totally different that allows my mitochondria, uh, even the day before a show or the week uh, or, or peak week, I feel like a million bucks. I don't even feel like I'm dieting for a show all through my prep because my mitochondria are firing on all 12 cylinders. And because your brain is loaded with them more than anywhere, the more you can power them, the more mental focus you have. And your body is only as good as your brain is telling it to be good and telling your body that it can do it. If your brain gives out, your body gives out, right? And so um, using – So what you're telling me is during my prep, I won't be so stupid so often. You'll remember your name and you'll remember how to spell it. So that's – Oh, man, that's that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Not with a C. (laughs) No. (laughs) We need. We all need that secret. We all need that secret. Yeah. So I was hoping I we have more time to get into the nutrition side of my um, of my of my prep. Water's the, the the first side, but in, you know, just to leave some food for thought in that area, um, I I actually only eat two meals a day, and I don't eat my first meal until 3 p.m. And so I eat wow. a modified. Yeah, I do a ketogenic diet, which is a very high fat, lower protein, and little to no carbs for lunch at 3 o'clock. And then if I'm going to train the next morning, I train in the morning, I will then eat my second meal and add carbs into it with little fat so that I have carbs in my body that I took in the night before for my training, and I have the the, um, fat that is like um, hot coals on a fire, powering my brain, my mitochondria, and my heart, my brain, and my muscles, so that I can use those carbs and really get a great workout, even if I'm in only eating two meals a day. And I, in between, I intermittent fast. So from I eat at three o'clock and I eat at about eight o'clock, and then from about eight thirty nine o'clock until three o'clock the next day, I do an intermittent fast. And that's the time that my body gets a chance to clean up the mitochondria. The mitochondria are working hard. They need to be tuned up. They need to be repaired and replaced. And my body then repairs and replaces those mitochondria and cells during that time period. If you're eating six to eight meals a day, you're not, getting your, your, you're not giving your body and your mitochondria and your cells a chance to do general housekeeping and repair and replace the broken down parts. So um, that is my three-step approach, and um, it gives me all the energy in the world. Um, I can I can I can be stay very strong, and I can get very lean because um, my fat is a lot more energy producing for my mitochondria, about four times more powerful as far as energy source 
that carbohydrates are. So I can fire on all 12 cylinders, and um, my body uses fat to burn fat because it's, I'm giving it fat by mouth, so it's not afraid to liberate fat to also use as fuel because it knows it's getting more in by mouth. So that's in a nutshell. Well, we could have a whole show on all that stuff. I think we could have a whole two shows about that one. Um, right. So we, we, we are going to have you back in the next month or so because we are going to have our light discussion um, as a tie-in to your article that's going to be in Iron Man magazine, so that is coming. And if you have time for us to talk more about this diet, and I know Jacob and a few others are really like, oh, my gosh, here's another thing. You guys just keep rolling out with the different stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's why we have a show. There's a lot of knowledge out there, and what works for some people won't work for others and vice versa, but if you never hear about it, then you never know, and you can never find out what works for you in the process of learning your own body, as we talked about on Tuesday. So, Dr. C, if you have time for us, we will make time for you so we can talk more about this prep, because I already know there are a lot of people out there scratching their head, being like, we need to get more sure. about this. It's not diving yeah. with it it's just yet. Absolutely. This is 40 years in the making. I know we're running short, but my, my um, article, The Light Diet, will be on the Iron Man app and in the blog. So if you have the app for Iron Man or if you don't get it, I found out today it's going to be um, on, in the online digital part of the Iron Man um, format. Awesome. Okay. There you guys heard okay. it, and uh, if you don't have the app, get it. I need to get the app. Kaylin, I bet you already have the app, don't you? Hello? Kaylin, are you still there? Yeah. All I right, well, Kaylin's probably busy. Oh. No, he's right here. He's right here. I'm saying I have mine, and I have my quarters uh, magazine as well. I haven't seen yours yet. Uh, still way over. All right, so you'll have to, if you guys need help on learning how to use your app or download your Iron Man app, you can just reach out to Kaylin. I'm going to have to do the same. But with that being said, man, our hour is up, and who knew we could talk so long about water and really only scratch the surface. Dr. B, thanks so much. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. For bringing this topic to us. Drink some water and Make lots of dark water. Yep. I'm going to have my dark chocolate right now full of fat. Nickerdoodle yes. powered water. That's all I'm saying. That's all Absolutely. I'm oh, all So on behalf of Dr. C and good water everywhere, the boys at P4P Muscle, Kaylin and myself, your body is a temple. So, guys, feed that mitochondria all that it needs to be a great temple. With Snickerdoodle. We'll catch feed it Snickerdoodle. Snickers and dark chocolate. Bye.